The following show features episodic breakdowns of Jackass, either performed by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. For your safety, avoid listening to this podcast at all times. Hi, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. I'm Jason Wellwood. And I'm Chris Aaronworth. Welcome to Jackass. Welcome to Jackass. It's the podcast where we're on a path of destruction through every single episode of Jackass. We are three lifelong fans of the show reliving the belly laughs, bad ideas, and broken bones. We are back with Jackass 4.5, the next saga. The next saga. Okay. The next saga. Surprise, surprise. I know we've been doing a lot of these, so I couldn't quite remember. Are we on part three, part four, part five, part six? It's been a while. Part three, right? It's part three, and Jay and I, before you joined the uh, recording studio, uh, we're talking about the next episode and i i've been kind of busy with a couple other podcasts and editing and all this stuff then i for a second thought that i forgot to release part three of the of the <laughs> podcast and i was like shit because i you know you lose track of it when when you have enough you've been doing yeah, this yeah. Uh, uh for for as long as we have for whatever reason we have and i legitimately thought that we fucked up but no this is part three coming at you fast just like life guys yes remember what i said last week yes what did you say last week i'm coming back yeah, with a fact of the day baby uh, okay listen i know i know we ask you to come back with facts of the day but i'm canceling that i'm canceling that this time what? because we have much more important things to yeah, do and jay yeah. i think you probably know what Why? i'm talking about chris what happened to your hair what what, yeah. what am i looking yeah, what, at right what's here what's going on do we need to talk to you about this <laughs> Guys, let's have an intervention right here live <laughs> We, we, we fully established last week when i said i was having a midlife crisis <laughs> and i was going to bleach my uh-huh. hair did we not? Sure. Why is this a shock to you guys? We didn't take you seriously. Guys, every though, single I mean, thing I say on this thing is 100% truth, mm-hmm. no jokes, all facts. Okay. All okay. bad comments, Sorry, all good comments, yeah. all everything. I never mess around. No, Chris, you, and you when didn't... I say something on here, uh-huh. it's it is it's going down. I don't care. These are my people here. You, I can't let them down. You didn't have to reiterate no jokes. Our, our listener knows <laughs> that you're you're usually not telling any jokes. <laughs> oh, anyway. buddy boy. I carried only, you last The episode. only joke involved here is the joke your barber played on you when you sat down in his chair and you walked away with blonde fucking hair. Will no, it wasn't a barber. Shady, please stand up. It wasn't a barber. What was it? A homeless dude? So if you guys also notice, I have a sunburn. <laughs> uh-huh. I got trapped on a boat today. True story. Okay. In the middle of Georgian Bay, and, almost missed recording the, the podcast. Hair bled, all the we, color we, bled out of your hair from being on the boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, hit, we hit a rock. We had to change a prop. We were stuck literally in the middle of nowhere. Could have been stuck there for days, years maybe. Who knows? Good thing I watch a lot of survival shows. Right. But um, yeah. And when I came out, for some reason, my, my face was red and my hair was white. I, I don't really oh. understand what happened. Oh, happy Chris, accident then. For, for the record, yeah. Survivor does not count as a survival show. <laughs> oh, do you think uh, I'm game dicking show. around with Survivor, man? I'm watching Alone. I'm watching Naked and Afraid. The best shows in the game. And Les Stroud, Survivor, man. Uh, I have boys. one question. I have one question yeah. to uh, to before we go off the topic of Chris's blonde hair. And by the way, if you're out there listening to us, first of all, thanks for listening. We always appreciate that. You should check it on YouTube to see how serious I was. You about gotta throw hair. it on YouTube <laughs> to see Chris actually did dye yeah, his hair. Did. But I have one question, Chris. Uh, yeah. uh, before you got your hair dyed, or as you say, got it bleached by the sun, uh, the son of your barber, I guess. Uh, did you did you sit down in the chair and say, "Hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville, and I'm about to make a fool of myself"? Or what? What was no, your? I said, I said, "Hi, I'm Chris Aaronworth." Oh, sorry, I said, "Hi, I'm Slim Shady." Yeah, and I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> there you go. Oh, so it was a meeting and everything. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. All I want to know, all I want to know, is does the carpet match the drapes? That's a good question. There's a, there's some silver down there for sure because uh, I'm getting a little silver old. Fox, oh, okay. okay. Hey, yeah, guys, yeah. it depends, you know, blonde silver. If you're colorblind, you might think it's the same. thing. <laughs> Speaking of all things south of the border, 
As oh. we pick up back into Jackass 4.5, we're asking Danger Aaron, what was your worst injury filming Jackass for? Uh, my testicles, obviously, he says. And uh, Eric Andre pops on screen to talk about the mutilation of Aaron's balls. Everybody's getting in on the action here. He says it helped it helped make him feel comfortable on set. Yeah, um, what a weird yeah, thing to say. It's a very weird thing to say. Uh, the dick bruise, guys. The first, when we see Aaron pull it out and that bruise, like his dick is a different color. It's incredible. Wow. It's not, it's not just his dick. It's his balls. Like, yeah, I'm not a reason. scientist. But like, how do you get a bruise on your balls? I don't physiologically. I didn't know that could happen to the human body. Yeah. I, you know, far be it for me to proclaim that I know more than some people about the human body. But if you asked me whether your balls could get bruised, I would say probably not. But here he is with bruised ass balls and it's gross as fuck. It made me want to vomit. Yeah. Well, before we get any further into this, like we're a little skeptical about, you know, how much he took some punishment and we're talking about how brutal this was. He was uh, or sorry. um, Aaron McGahey was on Steve-O's podcast this oh. past week, and they were talking about this, and they were talking about how they felt bad. They were like, man, like, geez, this was bad, yada, yada, yada. Um, Danger Aaron actually wrote this. He wrote himself no for doing this. So this wow. was all his idea. He fully wanted to participate in it. I don't know how many of the individual sketches he wrote, but this was his choice. So nice. now we can really you know fucking laugh and enjoy this. So. I just want to get that in there before we talked about it any further. I got to say, I give him a lot of shit for the guys for like, oh, he's getting bullied and whatnot. But knowing that, okay, I got to just, I got to, you know, I got to give him a point for that. Holy shit. Like, I'm I'm impressed. And uh, I was totally wrong. I admit that right here. Like, I will admit that, you know, like you can only assume these things. But the fact yeah. that he had the balls to fucking write that, holy shit, man. He's definitely. Well, he started off with the balls to write it. I don't eh. think he finished with the balls in any way at, at the end of it <laughs> all i gotta know though is when he gets a stiffy is that's gotta fucking hurt like it's just gotta hurt every time he gets hard oh, you know? of course oh dude um i think uh you brutalized him the most in this one says eric andre uh except for when you broke his tooth and cracked his skull open i love when he's saying this he's just starting to crack like he he himself cannot even get through this without laughing and he says and you guys broke his necks his neck three times and then threw yes. him in a hole it's like you forget yeah aaron's been abused it's not just the uh the dick stunt here it's uh i forgot about the, the broken history. back thing like because they show that clip again right when he's he's jumping over that that yeah. uh the the ice cold water and he hits the back of his neck that looks fucking awful yeah and i man i again props to aaron for stepping up and doing that like i just he's fucking crazy i wow i'm blown away by that um but speaking of being blown away Yes, this was leading somewhere after all. A deleted Aaron stunt from the movie. How, how did this not make the movie? I don't know this is not maybe the, the best one. Oh, I agree. I loved this. This is the bowling ball cup test. So yeah, he took even more punishment than we saw in our first go. This is a 16-pound bowling ball, the heaviest one you're allowed to use. And uh, Missy is here to uh, bowl some strikes. Chris, your thoughts on Missy? Because I always have to ask. <laughs> you know what? She is a she's had this like sexy Sarah Palin vibe going on, don't you think? <laughs> even with like, her I, I, even with her Maureen Ponderosa dead ass tooth. I don't care, man. I, I was feeling it, man. I would let her bowl my balls any day. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm serious. I don't know. I I, I was turned on. I might She had that she had that like hyper, hyper Christian thing going about I her. know like, I love it I yeah. she, of, you, you know she votes for Trump yeah. she absolutely you know, votes for Trump it's, it's just, she's right up my alley you know 
she's the type of person not only does she vote for trump but she doesn't hide it either she she doesn't even no, think there's right? a reason to hide it she's just she's yeah. southern and proudful she knows how to, she knows her ways around balls and she looks like sarah palin in like an old <laughs> kind of beat down way that i could actually maybe attract so it, it was it was right up my alley oh, yeah. i can't i can't yeah. lie someone someone like missy parkin in whatever deep southern state that she's from is not going to be okay with your and i'm quoting her when i say this queer haircut uh she's not going to date someone <laughs> who bleached his hair blonde no, you're you're done i don't know, you're I, don't done know. I, I think well, they'd be a perfect I, contrary match, to public you know? opinion i didn't do it because it's pride month shout oh, okay. out to the pride month uh, yeah, i really yeah, appreciate that yada, yada. Here. Right, right. i don't know why i said yada yada, <laughs> said yada, terrible. yada. Just yeah said that, that was really bad i didn't mean to do that but if you have ever looked in some of the trailer parks, there's a lot of people that look like Eminem. That's true. And I think yeah. it would have worked really well. And I think they kind of like that. Like, oh, you know, a girl like that, that knows how to manhandle a man would like, you know, a little sissy boy like me, you know, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. So, there we go. Chris yeah. not doing himself any favors with that speech. Uh, I'm trying to back out of this and get myself deeper and deeper boys. Thanks for bringing it up, Mike. You appreciate it. <laughs> what did I do? Got a ball right there. Fuck. I don't know. You didn't dye my hair. You didn't tell me to not dye my hair. That's what happened. <laughs> Missy says she's going to hit that one way or another, referencing Aaron's nutsack, of course. Aaron doesn't look nervous at all. Come on. Yeah, no, he's he's fucking pissing himself sitting there. Spread eagle 100%. down the bowling lane like a church boy at the end of a pew. Jesus Christ almighty. Here we go. Legs are shaking. Ball's coming at him. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Aaron's freaking out. He doesn't know what to do. He knows he can't jump out at this point. It's too late, Aaron, to back out. Uh, first hit was on the leg, says Knoxville. It's kind of like half nutsack, half leg, uh, inner thigh. And, uh, it's a bit of a deflection. So it goes off the leg into the sack and the pain is so bad, says Aaron, that it's in his butthole. Again with the butthole <laughs> pain. This is a running thread on 4.5. Isn't, isn't Did it? Did I call it or what? We talk about all the things I called. Yeah, that's I called true. the butthole pain. It, can I ask you guys, if you, if I told you that he was getting the cup test, with someone taking a slap shot from where, like the hash marks of the blue line or whatever, yeah. someone doing a, a a windmill underhand pitch or someone with a bowling ball, like the only one of those I know that I could do on the nose, maybe in my first or second try is bowling. And I'm not even a good bowler. How the fuck does she miss this the first time? That's crazy to me. Missy Parkin not coming up to play. She didn't miss it. Jeff and Knoxville were pulling the old stunt. The first one should have counted. You know, you they said, so? oh, sorry, it hit you in the, they said it hit you in the leg first. Yeah, well, it did. I don't care. It's a fucking 16 pound bowling ball right to the fucking <laughs> scrotum. Like, I don't care if it ricochets off your fat of your inside of your thigh a little bit. Like they were having some fun and they wanted to keep this oh, going. Yeah. She, oh, you know, and, and you know what? She's a great bowler. I've watched her on TV plenty of times. I watched her on porn up. I mean, TV <laughs> yeah. and TV, she right, could right, clearly hit the balls down in one strike. Uh -huh. I, I'm so surprised that he agreed to do this again because that looked fucking atrocious. Yeah. Atrocious. Well, all I can say is uh, that bowling ball is about to make love to his nutsack, and it does. It's a direct hit on the second one, and you got to give him some applause. Stand up for this guy. He fucking earned it. <laughs> Came back for round <laughs> two. Uh, that takes us out of this segment, and... I, Miss, I, Missy Parkins, Missy Parkins is going to have to say so many Hail Marys to get the Lord's forgiveness after this one. Like you can tell that's like, like you, you can't do that. Not where she's from. You can't, you can't. Yes, go, you can, Mikey. You can't. John three sixteen. Revenge is set as it comes. 
Mm, that's wow. That's a wild <laughs> mishmash of nothing that makes any sense. Uh, but let's say you're right. Let's let's go with that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say some bullshit like revenge is a dish best served cold or, you know, which w- probably would have. I, I no, should have. No, guys. What? Revenge is a dick best served bold. All right. Like bold mm-hmm. isn't. Yeah. OK, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a bit of a stretch, but I'll take it. I'll take it. And uh, you know what else I'll take? I'll take Poopies on top of a ladder with a sledgehammer any fucking day. I love the intro to this. I'm Poopies, and I'll show me, he says. That's so funny. Yeah, you already know. That's the greatest thing ever. You already know what's going to happen. He's going to knock that ladder right out from underneath himself and uh, down to the ground. And that's that's all you need. And I love his comment here, because when he's laying on the ground, he calls it, dude, that was a real knocker, bro. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's such poopies. a child that's it he's such a child yeah he lands like you're right he's like he's looking up as though he fell off the monkey bars and his dad's like i told you not to hang upside down he's like that was a real <laughs> knocker oh my tooth hurts real bad it's numb i think my tooth yeah. like how does he have cream? that childish energy yeah, let's, <laughs> yeah we get some ice cream after yeah. if my tooth's numb then i won't feel the ice cream i can bite right into it it's like you- he kind of sounds like the guy in um the Adam Sandler movies. Uh, you know the guy on the couch who was like smoking the weed with them. I can't. Maybe Pineapple Express. Maybe it was one of those ones. You're talking about or the, no, it wasn't Pineapple the Express. Same dude who. You know he had like he, he yeah, had, yeah. had the African guy, like the village guy. What movie is that, Jay? I thought you were talking about what's his name from like initially when you said the guy getting high on the couch. I immediately Half thought baked. of the dude from Mama's Mama's or Grandma's Boy, the, the yeah. lead oh. in that movie. Yeah, it's. I think no. I think it's the same kind of guy, okay. but. Oh, no, it is Grandma's Boy. You know what I'm talking about. That's right? definitely yeah, who yeah. it is. The guy in Grandma's Boy. That's exactly what I was thinking. All right, so what about him? What was your point? <laughs> that's how poopy sounded. Oh, okay. But guys, <laughs> that, that was a I fucking, digress. Okay, yep. Mm-hmm. I digress <laughs> because, you know, I missed the point there. But the main thing is, <clears throat> out of every single thing in Jackass 4.5, this is the biggest robbery of not making the actual movie. It's fucking five to ten seconds of pure amazingness. The punchline, the fucking way they call it, the, the slammy takes, every single thing about it. How could they not squeeze that into an hour and a half to two hour movie? Really it's, it's criminal. It's yeah, especially because there were I mean, they were seldom, but there were a few interstitials. So like just toss one in there, you know, like I agree. I think it could have worked. And and just the image of of him after he smacks his face on on the ground talking to Johnny, looking up at him as though Johnny could like kiss his boo-boo better. Like just really like embodying that childlike thing. Everything about this was fantastic and it was it was short. And as much as I say like, oh, I would have loved more of it. I don't know what more I could have gotten out of it. So I'm just happy we got what we got. You know what we could have gotten? Him doing it from the second step, then the third step, oh, then the fourth step, <laughs> then the fifth step. But like, it's, it's just like, even if you don't have that, how did you not throw this in? Yeah. Like, it, it was such a great concept. I, I really wish it was in the movie, to be honest. I, t- I totally and Poopy's agree. talked about it when he was on Steve-O's podcast as well. He's like, man, I really fucked myself up for something that didn't even make the movie. <laughs> so I, he talked about this I'll show you sketch on the podcast before the movie came out. And I was so excited to see it. And it did not let down, oh, in man, my it's opinion, great. at least. It's great. It's great. And uh, we're heading over to the Paramount Backlot now. We shot some famous movies here. And I got to say, the first thought I had when I saw the set they're on is, Hey, they fucking shot Seinfeld here. Now, I don't know if they shot Seinfeld where they're filming this sketch, but the Paramount lot, I did look it up. Seinfeld shot there. Fun fact of the day. Fuck you, Chris. Uh, this is Zach <laughs> Sashimi. Uh, that was my fun fact, but you guys so rudely interrupted. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> so they're going to put raw sushi 
I guess sushi's always raw, so fuck me. But uh, they're going to put the sushi into all the crevices, nooks, crannies, and holes they can find on Zack. And uh, I loved when they busted out the big roll of saran wrap, because I didn't see that coming. But uh, now it's time to make the big boy sprint, do dump, jumping jacks, all that shit, you know, get into shape, whip him up. And uh, once we unwrap him, he's going to be the sweatiest boy ever. And I, I think they were hoping that the body heat would cook the fish a little bit. At least I think that was the intention. I'm not sure. <laughs> I can't imagine they're uh, actually expecting, like, what you, Jay, what the fuck are you talking about? It's going to get hot enough yeah. to cook the sushi? It's There's like a no Dutch way. oven, you know. There's no way. Like, I think oven. they were thinking that. They kind of mentioned, they alluded to it. How How could probably your hot body as fuck heat? Out there. They call him jackass, not Einstein. Let's be honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, you know what if that's what they were thinking you know i don't know maybe a, i know you can cook know, an egg you. on the hood of a car or something like that but like yeah, yeah. the under under tit of, <laughs> of a fat guy can't cook a sashimi like that's <laughs> well chefs consider cooking like also curing is one of the same things and you oh, cure with a lot of salt that's true and he was going to be sweating profusely that's true and curing dude this was brutal for dude, me i saw i saw a couple grill marks that's all i'm saying there were grill marks on that dish. <laughs> and, uh, it was just like a little under under tit grill mark. That's amazing, Jay. <laughs> so after the sushi is uh, thoroughly sweated on, everybody digs in and Rachel goes fucking first. Right for it. She says, I've had worse things than this. So there you go. A real trooper. Then Pontius, who starts gagging and puking immediately. And then Zach even gets in. Like he's eating his own juices at this point. I don't know if that's cannibalism or something. There's probably some well, work no, around here's, there. Here's the thing. He does. What? It's He's not even eating his own fish he's gagging at the thought of other people eating things off of him that's it's like the the poor fucking guy <laughs> why does he find it grosser than anyone he's vomiting more than anybody oh, yeah, he's, yeah he's he's gagging all the time there was one person that absolutely loved the sketch do you know who it is uh no who preston lazy Preston is in the corner of the background with the biggest fucking shit oh, eating grin that's on his amazing. face because he realized if the new big guy didn't come to town, this was going to be <laughs> yeah, him. There you go. And he got to sit back and watch for once and watch another guy deal with the embarrassment yeah. of the situation. And he fucking loved <laughs> Go back and watch it and you will notice him in the top left corner just smiling cheek to cheek. That's and I amazing. That. That's the only thing that kept me from throwing up this whole time. Dude, I didn't I didn't notice that, but I love that little that little piece, it, like a passing of the torch. I, look, Preston takes his licks in this. Holy shit. Like he deserves Big time he, he deserves does. one off. So that's good to see. And it's um, good to see him get to enjoy it. Hell yeah. The the thing though, going back to Zach ass and like his own like I I I don't know how you recover from something like this if you're Zach ass, because even before anyone ate anything, they just put the sushi in him, the sashimi in him. They wrap him up in saran wrap. He works out till he gets a sweat on. And when he takes the saran wrap off, people are already gagging. How do you ever <laughs> look yourself in the face after that? Like people are gagging at the fact that you have sweat and that's it. Like the poor fucking guy. I, I have a question for you guys. And this is a question. Maybe even poll the audience. Who knows? What would you rather do? The sashimi that we've seen here mm -hmm. or when Preston Lacey puts on the sweatsuit? And you got to do the chug from the sweat. Ooh, oh, sashimi, fuck. dude. It's sashimi all the way because at least part of that is enjoyable. Uh, the sweat chug is just straight sweat. So yeah, either you way know. you're getting sweat. At least this way you get to cut it with some some uh, some salmon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but fish with sweat. Ugh. 
I it's know. really both. Like I, I don't know. Do I've been thinking uh, about that for a long time. Here's a question time. for you: How much yeah. different do you think in a blind taste test you could tell the difference between sweat and soy sauce? Yes. Yeah, could, I think that's the you? end of that discussion. I well, don't know. If could it was, you? Mikey, uh, yeah. Mikey, it depends. Was the guy sweating Asian or not? <laughs> what, what is what is the implication there? What do you think it is that Asians sweat soy sauce? <laughs> Well, they eat so much soy sauce that uh, the sweat's going to taste more like soy sauce. You okay. know, it's like curing a, curing a fish. Dude, I fucking wish I sweat soy sauce. <laughs> I'd be bottling that and selling it as like fucking, you know, connoisseur, fucking homegrown, non-GMO soy sauce. All Where do you think Instagram, it comes from? You know, That's shop, a good question. Whatever. I don't know soy sauce is. From. It can't yeah, be. It's the, Asian sweat. It's Asian sweat. I See, I was thinking, you know what? You're right. I was thinking it was probably the soybean, but that doesn't make sense. So you, it probably no, is makes zero sweat. Sense. Yeah. So in that case, I'd rather have the the sashimi. Easy. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Easy answer. Touche. Well, thanks for that, Good, guys. Thank you. I'm glad we I'm yeah. glad we came to a conclusion uh-huh. here. Me too. A definite yeah. answer. Um, um, so hey, Jay, speaking what? of the uh, Paramount backlot, uh, Steve-O Ooh. eats out Zackass's ass. Yeah. He flat out goes to uh, Zackass's Paramount backlot and uh, and goes to town at it. Uh, and again, once again, <laughs> Zackass is throwing up when it's happening. <laughs> he finds it grosser than Steve-O does. Yeah. Uh, in, that was in one end, th- out the other, really. In one end, out the other. That was disgusting. Oh, uh, obviously, now, now we get Lance throwing up as well. And it's good to know that, like, Nothing about Lance has changed. He puked six times. Nothing about Lance has changed except his cameras are now bigger and harder to manage while he's throwing up. Like it used to used to always just have these small like hand cameras. Now he's got these big massive things while he's throwing up. I feel bad for the guy. His yeah. job's gotten harder for him. Yeah, he, yeah, he's that's never going to change. So uh, I hope they keep him as the camera guy, even like, you know, when the torch has passed. I just hope he's on set. I hope he's a part yeah. of it. Um, but I got to say, guys, this was a main course of a stunt, but uh, how about some dessert? Anybody for dessert? Because two days later- Two days later, maybe? Yeah. Zach's finding sashimi in places <sighs> he didn't even know existed on his own body. And- uh, <laughs> Chris is feeling it. Yeah. Chris, th- this podcast's Lance Bangs um, in full Chris effect. Chris is here. absolutely this yeah, podcast Lance Bangs. And I don't know how we're going to make that. Episode. You know what? I don't know if it's it may be the blonde hair that makes your skin look even more red. I'm not sure if it if it's no, more I, of a contrast. I literally got stuck on a boat today. That wasn't even a joke. <laughs> the, 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 the bleaching was, but I was literally almost stranded. Today. It was um, it, I honestly felt really cool. But yeah, no, that's. Uh, hey, Chris, how about I'm this? Definitely the Lance Bangs. You're you're stuck on a boat and the only food you and then you're you're stuck there for two days it's hot and sweaty and you're there with zach ass and you realize that he's got some skin sashimi do you eat it to survive or do you just take your chances with the no. other you know what i, I do because do. i like a nice fatty ribeye steak uh-huh. i'm taking his fucking bitch ass out and fucking carving him up <laughs> like that's a way better fucking solution than fair, eating the sashimi fair. that's fair that's fair do you guys think he ate the sashimi do you think he found it late at night and he's like well fuck it i'll just <laughs> <laughs> chris <laughs> nothing makes me happier than chris his head is in his hands right now he's saying one one hey chris what would the worst sashimi that is stuck in the fold of someone for two days which one would be salmon or tuna unagi unagi is that the eel yeah. it's already Actually, no that's cooked that's cooked true Phil. uh ika ika okay because it would get extra slippery here oh, oh there you go slip right down that <laughs> <color. laughs> hey guys hi guys we gotta move on up <laughs> I'm not even joking, man. It's fucking gross. 
Oh, my eyeballs are watering. I'm so happy right now. This is great. Chris, thank you for, for keeping your headphones in because usually you bail. Uh, I know. I know. I'm feeling like playing the game today, but I can't. I Honestly, if okay. we don't move on now, we'll I'm going to stop the next time. We'll move this on. We'll move on. pushing the pace. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh. Now that Chris is sweating, um, you want to do a quick taste test, see if it's, uh, you know, <laughs> soy sauce-like, salty. It's... Well, look, soy sauce comes from sweat. Chris said that, so it's not. <laughs> Dude, I that. just thought the best. Said who would make the who would make who would make the best soy? If that if that premise we just came up with is true, yeah, who would make the best soy sauce? Like ethnicity wise? No, like if it is Asian people sweat, uh-huh. like we just proved is true. Uh-huh. Who would who would make the best soy sauce? <laughs> Sumo <laughs> wrestlers, obviously. Why? Well, right. I don't. I don't even know where the podcast has gone because they the, sweat like, a lot and they're bigger and they're like heftier. True, true. How does that not? How did that not land? I just I thought that was a good it's one. All right. <laughs> I think I think you still got puke on your brain. Yeah. Listen, guys. Oh, I think we should move on to the next one because much like please, this, please, can we? It's getting a little old. Much like our friend Irving Zisman, hey. who needs a caretaker because Rachel has stuff to do. Can you take care of my grandpa? They've hired someone to look after him for a little while. Her name's Alex. The one thing we got to make sure Irving isn't doing while we're away from Irving is smoking. He can't smoke. Make sure Irving does not smoke. Now, shortly after Rachel leaves, Irving asks for a coffee. Go get me a coffee. And I, I didn't see this next part coming, but God damn it, I was laughing so fucking hard. Just it, It's like out of a fucking cartoon or something. This is ridiculous. Um, she goes to get the coffee. She comes back and Irving's in a wheelchair, keep in mind, on top of the bus stop. <laughs> no explanation how he fucking got up there. Um, but you know what he's going to do up there now that he's up there. He's a clever old man. He's played his cards right. He pulls out a cigarette and starts lighting up and, uh, it just goes sideways, guys. He get he starts on fire. Like he's on, t- he's on fire. An old man, an 80 year old man on fire on top of a bus stop. There's no one else around. Poor fucking Alex is just panicking here. He falls on his back. He's almost fallen off this fucking thing. And as he's on his back, he's asking her, hey, do you have any weed? This guy's fucking, <laughs> he's nuts. He, uh, you know, what's you know, what's funny about this one. Like it is, it is, it was fun to watch. Nothing. It, well, the fact that he ends up on top of the bus stop is funny, It's stupid. but they keep yeah. trying to one up and one up. And one up and it doesn't go anywhere. And I'm finding in Jackass 4.5, and this is probably why these stunts didn't make the final the final uh, movie, Jackass Forever, is that they struggle with finding a button for their pranks, like a, a moment to be like, this is what we're going out on. This is the thing that makes this funny enough, like like Rachel walking into the furniture store and being like, oh, he does this all the time after yeah. he gets like shot up into the into the ceiling like that type of shit is really, really funny. And it surprises me that they struggled with this because, Jay, will you agree that like the the person going away? And coming back to seeing a guy in a wheelchair on top of a bus stop, that is so Eric Andre, right? Like that, fe- that's Eric Andre to oh, a T. Man, it is. And I'm glad you brought all of this up because, Mikey, you're so right. I was, Thank you. I'm with you on the, when he got on top of the bus stop, that was the peak. And, you know, I was hoping what was going to happen is he was just going to start smoking and then it was going to be classic Knoxville banter and just, you know, yes. taking the piss yeah. out of her while she's down there unable to do anything about it. I don't think I needed the the fire and the falling off and all that shit. Same. You know, uh, the See, premise guys, was good. I'm the exact opposite. Where, like, if, if that's what Eric Andre's show is, that's why I wouldn't like Eric Andre's show. There's nobody in their right fucking mind that gets hired for a job 
especially with today's standards with pranks and the way the internet is and sees some old guy who you have to be carting around somehow is on top of a unexplained on top of a bus station. I couldn't get up on one of those. Like it, it like there's no one that's falling for that. It's fucking dumb. It's over the top. That's the way I look at it. And everything else from that is just like if if something escalated where it happened that way, it might be a bit different. But to me, it's just like I if I was in that situation, like a lot of these pranks, I would fall for this. I would just be like, this is ridiculous. Maybe I'll play along for the cameras or something like that. But yeah. Like, it's just, it's so over the top. There's no fucking way he would get up there. Like, there's no way you could see that and be like, this might, like, I would think this is a setup for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. You'd be tipped off pretty easily, I think. Yeah, I think there's a thousand reasons why this one didn't make the final show. Ultimately, I didn't like it. Um, I, I think that there was, there almost could have been something there. The The initial shock of seeing him on a bus stop did make me laugh. Uh, but then it just seemed like they almost fluked into that because they didn't know that that would have been enough for the prank to be what it is. And they kept trying to one up it. And that didn't really work for me. Yeah, I don't think there's much more we can say about this one, to be honest with you. It, like I said, it, it peaked and then it kind of fell flat at the end. But I did like when he was coming down, though, and he hit his head on the lamppost. <laughs> that made me chuckle a little bit. It was pretty yeah, a little slapstick never hurt. A little slapstick. Um, but this next one, you got to slap that white paint right all over Zach's naked body because uh, Jeff Tremaine's just he's fucking having a great time. He's like. He's like a dude on a, his, it's his day off from work and he's painting the fence in his backyard. He's having a great fucking time. A couple beers in him, you know, uh, they're just painting Zach as white as they can, getting in all the folds. And there's a little, there's a little bit here that I liked. I think you guys will agree because you could probably relate where they go back to the interview. They cut away with Zachass, and he says, I wasn't allowed to watch Jackass at a Christian household. So I had to sneak mm-hmm. it. Like he used to watch Jackass. Like I used to watch softcore cable porno. You always, <laughs> always have a channel on the last channel button ready to go. Yes. In case last of channels, you got to do it. So I like that. I like that little uh, aside there. But my favorite, my favorite moment of Zach Ass's interview before they went to the actual stunt of this one was when uh, Zach says, Jeff loves paint, Jeff loves painting me. And you're like, what does that mean? And then it goes, <laughs> it shows like you, you say, Jay, it's like a guy on his day off painting the fence or something. That's not what it is to me. Jeff, he's looking at Zach Ass like he's like a father bathing his newborn, like a father <laughs> who's had a drug problem, was in a gang, got back from prison and then looks into the eyes of his sweet child and it awakens something in him that he never thought he had a sense of empathy, purpose in life. And then he obviously makes his friend go uh, dive headfirst into a bunch of his buddies. But like, whatever that that moment was so uh, like intimate between the two of them that it actually <laughs> made me like ch- I just I, it made me like I found myself actually feeling like oh like oh but then realized how fucking absurd it was what I was looking at I'm like clearly that's not sentimental um it's more mental than Santa yeah and uh and I was happy I saw that and I was happy that he added that to it <laughs> this is well, uh, speaking of Santa yep. I think we shouldn't whatever Santa is I think we shouldn't <laughs> overlook <laughs> overlook the fact that there was a I don't know <laughs> Seemed like a good idea in my head again. Whatever. Apparently, they dyed my brain as well. But <laughs> what I loved, and I don't want to overlook, is the the prank on top of the prank. How they uh, gave they switched the tags in Tremaine's jersey, so oh, they gave him God. what's supposed to be a double XL or an XL jersey, and it was actually a small. Because to me, like I said, midlife crisis. I'm at that age right now. I'm at that weight right now. If somebody switched my tags. It would really fuck my head up, <laughs> big time. I, I I would definitely become 
PTSD, post-traumatic stress, Chris, not PTSD, but (laughs) I I, I don't think I could handle something like that. And it's such a subtle little nod on top of a prank. This is why I love Jackass. These little small things that get overlooked sometimes. And I wanted to draw attention to that because it's just that would fuck with somebody's head. Like, man, fuck, I really put on some pounds the whole rest of the day. You know, he's tripping out. Yeah, I almost forgot about that. But you're right. That was a great addition to it. Well, boys, just like when my dad used to paint me with latex paint in the backyard, he always told me to keep your eye on the ball. And I think this is one ball that would be pretty hard to lose track of. Yes, we're hitting the baseball diamond and our friend Zach is painted up like a big baseball. I love this outfit. This was just a great. I'm glad they put the little stitches on him and everything. It was beautiful. Um, now he's tied to a truck. And let me just set this up real quick because he does mention they were going to do like a winch system and they couldn't get it working. So he's just tied to <laughs> the back of a truck that's going to take off, pull him through the baseball diamond, and we're going to see if we can hit a fucking home run. I love that everyone's in uniform here. They look s- snazzy. Like they got custom uniforms just for this sketch, which was really cool. Uh, all I want to know though is before they, you know, you know, hit the gas pedal is who's going to fucking catch him. Um, <laughs> and of course we've got, we've got Wee Man in Knoxville there. Umpire <laughs> of course it's Wee Man. Of course it has to be him. A great sketch. I like the setup on this one. The implementation, it was funny to watch short and sweet. What'd you guys think of it? I liked it, man. I, it's, it's kind of weird though that they put so much. Well, oh, Chris just broke his whole house. I think. I, I don't know what happened there. I think he here's here's the thing. OK, I'll say this as 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 he goes to get ready to clean and then I'll get my thoughts on this sketch. Chris has been thinking he's so sly because he found the mute button on his microphone. I got to sh- smoke my hookah. I said that last he's episode. Been smoking his hu- hookah this whole time, <laughs> which is which is great when when you're about to tell a joke and you know that even if he laughs, no one's going to hear it. <laughs> and, I'm and, doing good visuals. Right, right. Which which people can and hear. I'm- and he just I mean, muted ooh, himself there we again. Go. There yeah. he goes. But I've been tapping in good. Like, I've, been, okay. Like, okay. I've been going like, ha, 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 ha. I'm trying to be respectful. I'm trying to be respectful for you, this Mike. Is, okay, uh, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. Great audio it, content, but... by the way. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Our listeners are just eating this up. Eating this Okay, shit so it wasn't the hookah that he knocked over. It was his It was his glass. And here he goes, blowing blowing his smoke into the camera. Jay, Did he, he hear the hookah? Yeah, no, no. I've been hearing it. I've been hearing it this whole time. So what do you prefer? I prefer you don't smoke it. What are you talking about? That's obviously what no, I prefer. Th- that's not an option. Mute or no mute? What do you prefer? Okay, mute fine, or no mute? Fine. You mute, have two choices. Mute then, even though you're going to hear a click every time you unmute the microphone. But let's go with that. This is This is a shit. learning process. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to meet you on a certain level. Uh-huh. I like to smoke. Whatever. I like to enjoy. Now I'm sitting here. I'm more relaxed than usual. Uh-huh. I'm not antsy to go out and have a smoke after. So well, I'm doing this I'm for the sorry fans. We're and, keeping and you, and you here while we have to record a podcast. And you're thinking about getting antsy and leaving. Yeah, we'll fucking be more entertaining. Like I said, I have to carry your bitch ass. I'm trying hard. Man. I'm dying my fucking hair. I'm getting sunburns on purpose for the <laughs> like, fucking audience. Like what are you doing? For you you like. fucking <laughs> unbuttoning another fucking button on your shirt. Like, fuck yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, do another one. Want to borrow some of this this uh, this uh, this chest hair for your uh, to cover up the blonde? Oh, wait till on you your see head. this fucking burn I got. You see that? Uh, well, our listeners don't. So let let's move let's move past the visual <laughs> jokes. I all all, all kidding aside. Yes, I Chris, we know you were trapped on a boat. Would you like to say it again <laughs> one more time? No, but I'm going to mute and clean up the mess okay, that I just made. You, Give me one you. second. Okay, there, so folks. I'll carry I'll carry your bitch ass while you mute. Uh, Jay, what did I think about this one? I was surprised. Like you said, uh-huh. custom jerseys. 
a whole uh, 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 batting diamond, like a, a baseball diamond rented out. All the jackass crew is there. They tried a winch system, which didn't work. They've got like the production values of this one are so high for such something that hits so quickly. It kind of surprised me. Like I, I, I thought that there was going to be more. Maybe they did film another couple takes or something like that. Um, but I. I did appreciate it. And I, sometimes I'm a fan of when they do this big elaborate setup and the payoff is something very small like this, but I don't know that they had enough of a splash to, I mean, clearly they didn't, otherwise it would have made the, the main movie, but it was fun to watch, but I'm happy that this was a, a sidebar and not part of the main thing. Yeah, I'd agree with that. It makes sense that it's in 4.5 and not the film, but it was fun to watch. I, I did like that they, they even had Jasper at bat, and uh, afterwards Tremaine says, way to, way to watch it. Like, you know, yeah. he didn't do anything. And I mean, I was thinking of the logistics of this thing. Like, he couldn't swing at him because it would crack his skull open. So I guess he had to. That would to, have been amazing. He had to just step aside. Uh, you could have killed the guy. Yes, because, uh, well, I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I like Zach ass. I want to see him live another day. That's all I'm saying. I would prefer so. he lives, Jay. I mean, it's call me controversial. I'd prefer Zach ass lives. But you just. That's I, I, I agree with you. You just said that it would have been awesome to see him get his skull cracked open with a baseball bat. Did you not? I don't think that could kill him, though. I okay. think he's I, I think that would just that would put him out for a couple yeah. couple minutes. Maybe I, a, I think otherwise he'd be fine. Homer Simpson, um, Mike Tyson. Hey, I have to interject here for yeah, a second. A, OK, as if I haven't been abrasive enough. I'm not letting you get away with that, Mike. Oh, fuck off. Why? Because the only reason why I caused a commotion is because my water was on the ground because you complained about it being on the table, making a tiny little clink. So Wait I tried to put it aside. Wait a second. This is all your fault. And you're Chris, trying to put this shit on me. It's fucking I just bullshit. talked about potentially a member of Jackass getting killed during a stunt. And you're like, I'm not letting you get away with that. And you're still on the water <laughs> from three minutes ago. What is happening? To be fair, I'm just trying to. I'm, yeah. It's Mikey's world, and I'm just living in it. And uh, when I when something happens based on his own fucking issues, I have to be the one to fucking <laughs> get the abuse online. This, this is bullshit. Is the second Fans, time. you gotta attack Mikey. This is bullshit. Chris, they do enough. I see it. I see it all the time. For some reason, so then I'm the right bad guy for caring yeah. about the quality of the podcast. Yeah, I, exactly. This is the second time you've spilled water. This is the second time. And what happened for both times? What did I say both times? That it's, it's my because fault. because you wouldn't let me keep it on my table. Spill, spill my water once. Shame on me. <laughs> spill my water twice. Again, shame on you, me. All right. You know what? Let's see what the fans bugs them more. Having clinks on the table. Or having water spilled and getting you, you look, you threw up the whole podcast. You I fucked the whole podcast. You yeah, came, you came back to talk shit about the water. No, I'm just protecting myself as a human being. I have rights too. <laughs> Blonde hair have rights. All right. How 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 did the cleanup go, Chris? Did you get it all taken care of? Of course. Okay, good because it was. All and I do want to say one thing about the sketch. Okay, a plus for creativity. Yeah, fair. This was a very, very good, thought out, hilarious concept. Mm -hmm. Did it land as much as it could have? Oh, my God. We, we said all of this already. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if Mikey didn't make me keep my drink on the ground, then I would have been listening and then we wouldn't be going through this. So, you know what? You guys fucking go do whatever you want to do. Right. Uh, I think we should get back to the back to the podcast. You know, Mikey, sorry, you have there's something whatever. burning something on your mind. What's up? What's no, up? here's 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 one one thing. Do I have permission to click mute, Mikey, so I can hit my hookah? <laughs> yes, you can click you can click mute. But I'm I'm gonna say something, and you may want to reply. You may not. It's fine. Uh, or just go spill your water again. 
I uh, I really appreciate the fact that they filled the outfield with other members of Jackass dressed in jerseys, even though it meant nothing to the stunt, because we know for a fact or at least we're pretty sure that Zach ass isn't getting hit with the bat and sent flying into the outfield. And if he does, none of them were going to be able to catch him anyway. That would be a death sentence. But the fact that they're out there like here, bada, bada, like sweet, like that was really funny to me. I like those added elements. It reminds me of Chris, when you pointed out uh, in, in silence of the lambs, when Pontius is, is there dancing in the dark. And that's clearly just for us. The real question Finally, is... Finally, something I can agree with what you said, okay, Mikey. Okay. Finally. I'm, hey, fuck, you guys are agreeing? That's a step forward. We've made progress here today. <laughs> the real fucking question is, though, uh, was it this or the CKY baseball diamond drama? What What was better? <laughs> oh, really, that's what everyone's wondering. What a weird sketch that was. Hey, if you're if you're out there listening and you haven't heard our CKY 2K episode, there's a sketch that revolves around a baseball diamond that is the most absurd art question mark that I've ever seen. You should definitely go back and, and get our thoughts it, on that. It, it's so absurd and weird. We're talking about a sketch where you paint a big guy and have this mockumentary of him floating through the sky with a spitball. And that is not the weird sketch. The yes. other one is the weird yes. sketch. That's true. That's true. That's that's a good point. It's weird as fuck. Yeah, you know what else is a, a weird as fuck thing to see right after this? It's a hard cut to three dudes dudes upside down doing headstands. Just three boys and a horse riding up behind them. I was kind of, it took me a second to figure out like, okay, what the fuck is this? Then you see the horse and uh, they got the horse, you know, the, the fucking whip. They spank him on the ass to get him to go. Um, this is just brilliant. The horse is going to jump over the guys. Like, you know, you've seen this equestrian bullshit. Um you know, they jump over ramps, they do the fucking fancy sidewalk thing, the trot. They're going to jump over the guys like they're a fucking ramp. But midair, the rider, she fucking whips Dave right in the tip of the dick. It's, <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking blown away. Her aim is astounding. Like, I don't know how you've practiced for something like this, but she nailed it. And what I can only assume was the first take. But who knows, really? beautiful it's it's amazing it had to have been the first take because of how surprised he was how surprised dave was he wasn't expecting it at all but here's honestly i know chris said this about about uh uh miss uh, uh molly parker or whatever the fuck her name was from uh miss missy parkin sorry from the 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 bowling one i oh, see so you'd fuck I, the horse lady is what i would 100 yeah, percent do this i would 100 percent do this stunt I, I would hope that I would t I would take the left hand side right where dave was uh -huh. and i would do it again and again i'd i'd, I'd finish this stunt and I'd, I'd stand up and I'd say to Jeff, hey, Jeff, I don't think we got it. We got to go again. And Jeff would be like, this is the <laughs> one time CBT I don't think we need to you, do Mikey. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah um, Dave's uh, reaction, too. You want to talk about that? It's pretty funny. He literally says, fuck you yeah, to the yeah. person. It's not like a fuck you as in, oh, I just got hit in the dick. Like, fuck you, universe. It's like, no, directed at her. Direct like, he looks her in the eye and says, fuck you. Uh, that that <laughs> happens sometimes in, in jackass stunts yeah. where, like, they have a bad reaction to the person who was just told to do what they're supposed to do. And I always wonder how they manage that, like how they deal with that. Yeah. Do they go home and feel like like their partner comes or like, how was your day? It's like, well, it's a. It's a bit different than usual. I'm used. I'm used to jumping horses over over planks. Today, you're not going to believe this. There were three grown ass men upside down, and I had to hit one in the nuts. And he didn't take too kindly to it. Really, dear. What did he? He told me to. He told me to fuck off, dear. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> hey, fuck you, lady. Yeah. And and he said and he said that that's the that happens to you like twice a week now. 
you you need to find a new line of work and she does do you think she was a dominatrix riding a horse or a horse rider who also could be a dominatrix Ooh. Well, if it was the the first one you said, then I'm definitely into this as much as you are right yes. now. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Is, is exactly. there an option where the horse is the dominatrix? Oof, uh, you got to pay more for that option. But yeah, it's a, it's on the menu. It's on the secret menu. It's like a Carl's Jr. It was the you same gotta, horse. You, you got the same horse that fed semen, uh, fed semen to uh, Chris Pontius in the first one. Yes, like, you're gonna <laughs> fucking like it. Cameo. It's, you're fucking drinking this fucking guzzle. It saw Chris take it. It saw Chris take it, and it awoken something in the horse. And he's like, "I need to find a new line of work." And and here we are, ten years later, we got it. Wow. Yeah, success story right there, guys. And hey, to do damage control for uh, my good friend. Dave England. We all love Dave England here. He does apologize to the yes. to the nice horse lady, the nice uh, dominatrix lady afterwards. You can we, tell before it was a spur I know, of the moment thing. He didn't I even know mean we're to say spur, it. it spur out. of the moment. Uh, uh, well me. done. You bet. Um, no, ooh, I know we're going to move on pretty quick from this one because there isn't a, a ton that happens after it. Nah. But if you if you have access to to go and watch this stunt again, look at Steve-O and how close he came to losing his foot. When the horse jumps over him, it knocks him down and the horse's back leg lands, looks like six inches from from his ankle. And it would have crushed his ankle was like toe to the ground, heel up. It would have crushed him from the toe down. Like he would have lost his foot, guaranteed. It would have been, I cringed when I saw it and it like- it, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, it was, it was gross. It would have been so disgusting. Yeah, who was on the far right? They didn't fucking really have to, much to worry about this whole stunt, really. They were l- the lucky one. I didn't catch it. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, uh, it was Steve. <laughs> no, it was Jasper. It was Jasper, actually. No, I make, wow. No, I know. I know but you, it's guys, you guys, you might as well <laughs> it's be. It's funny that it was Jasper. Hey, don't, don't ruin this fucking segue. I want to get away from this as fast as possible. You guys <laughs> might as well be blindfolded because, hey, uh, well done. Oh, for the record, uh, Jay is the only one on this podcast who does not see color. Color does not concern me. <laughs> people uh simple <laughs> apparently didn't know one in the sketch either because they were in the middle of a race trap Ooh, it was a race well trap. poopy's called it a, he, he called he's like man this is this is a pretty easy race trap <laughs> he didn't say track <laughs> race trap. i think he thinks a racetrack is called a race trap <laughs> race trap and little did he know he was right he was actually it was definitely right. a trap oh dude and it's such a beautiful setup like here what did i what did you think was gonna happen though like i mean the fact that they told him oh just run to the end blindfolded like that's there's nothing entertaining about that the fact that he's surprised as he talks about in the interview segment here that they added in obstacles after they blindfolded him I mean, I get it. It's poopies. Okay. Yeah. I know why it went over his head, but it's just, it seems like he should have been able to at least catch on to this one in some respect, but no, he didn't see it coming. I love the objects they bring into place. They got anything you can think of. There's a nice little moment where poopies is just booking it and he trips over a, a like a sawhorse and lands in the shed. They have like a full fucking garden yes. shed in there. <laughs> <laughs> thought that was brilliant. But yeah, the bales are great here. Lots of stuff happening. There's a couple guys getting in on it, kind of um, silence of the lamb style you know throwing stuff uh, i know mikey's f- fucking dying to comment on the basketball hoop so go ahead mikey comment on the basketball hoop at this point it it no it's not just the basketball hoop it's it's absolutely fucking everything all right i i just mm. uh, the worms. idea of this one and, and the fact the fact that uh that everybody 
in this one. I I think you're right, Jay. Everyone knew what was going to go on in this, except for poopies. And and <laughs> and the fact that he just fucking goes for it like bolts is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Uh, he has a moment in this because he's clearly the winner. And I don't think you could have done as well as poopies did if if you didn't. If you did expect it, because you'd be so reserved, you'd be like, ah, I don't know, I don't want to go for it. But he trips and falls and hits his head, uh, million dollar baby so style, hard. on on a bench, <laughs> <laughs> and he Jeez. legit has a three second concussion again, like he did in the fan parachute oh, one. Man. The fucking windows shutting down sound, dun, 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 dun. plays, <laughs> and he's he's gone three seconds up, and he immediately knows his line. He's got. He's got to run yeah. again past the end of it. It's Dude, he's such what, a fucking trooper. What he said is the best part is because the real like the reality of it is he was too stupid to figure out that this was like this was what it was. Everybody else knew it. But the best part is he didn't know clearly, ran full steam. He had to have realized it was fucked up <laughs> once he smashed that. And still got up and kept fucking going full steam. Like he, the commitment level oh, commitment, is yeah. unparalleled. Like he, he deserved this W. Even Knoxville says he won it by like fucking two minutes or yeah. however much time he said. Listen, like guys. He, 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 he just did it. It's amazing. Yeah, this, He's unbelievable. This is fucking track and field day at Jack Johnson Elementary. And there's a $10 Dairy Queen gift certificate on the line. And poopies will not be let down poopies will not lose he's the kid who has to be at the front of the pack he's got more enthusiasm for this fucking event than anyone else there it's just like i i love the childlike innocence of this guy you know he, he you can see it on his face even when he's blindfolded he just he has to prove himself by any means necessary 100%. and he, he really gives it his all here i was impressed I don't think he knows another gear. And the funniest part about this, I think the hardest I laughed in, in Jackass 4.5 is when they're interviewing him. And this may speak, Chris, to, to what you were saying, where when he falls into something and then just continues to run. I, I don't know that he I don't know that he knew even after hitting the first thing that there was anything wrong with the course, because when he's being interviewed, he even says he's like, he's like, yeah, we just went and I hit something. And then he looks at the course and he's like, well, all that shit wasn't there when we were <laughs> running. And they were like, there's two ways to read that either. He's stating the obvious in saying like, well, I mean, there it wasn't there when we were blindfolded and or and then they, or when we started and then we got blindfolded and they put it there. Or he just looked back and thought that after he ran the race, debris just went <laughs> the field. Oh, God. I hope that's what he thought. Like, I hope that's the fucking answer. But because he, he looks amazing, he looks back, he looks back at the track and he's surprised. Yeah. He's What's surprised the most innocent he fucking way he said it. That, well, I, I don't think that, that was there when we started the race. <laughs> He's my favorite human being in the world. He's my favorite he, he, human being it, in the world. Is there ever been someone that should be in Jackass more than Poopy? No, he's the best. Including the original cast. Yeah. He's the best. Like, he's it's born like they, for it. The best writers ever wrote a show and then finally found the perfect person to cast. And 100%. He just, yeah. Poopies, he was born for he's it. like what your parents used to call the jackass guys like they're complete idiots like that's what they thought the jackass guys were like they probably pictured this guy 
Like he's the fucking archetype for this whole thing. He's hundred <laughs> percent. And I'm glad he's on board and I, I want to see more of him. And Jay, you're, you're the archetype for someone who doesn't know how to say the word yeah. archetype. Yeah. Sorry. Fucking <laughs> Oxford. Easy there. Poopies. I mean, Jay, what's the big fucking hoity toity university in Toronto where every fucking Jordan Peterson got fucking kicked out of. That's where you uh, I think it's called university of Toronto. Oh, that's, that sounds pretty dumb. They come up with a better name than that. Come on. Actually, right across the street from my restaurant, Pigo Barbecue, yeah. 650 Spadina. Check I it out. Hey, it if is. you're listening from Toronto, we'll that's true. Out, yeah. We should true? say that. If you're in Toronto and you're listening, Harvard and Spadina, Pigo Barbecue, if you ever want to meet Chris in the flesh, which God knows why you'd want to do it, he'll probably spill a water all over <laughs> you or something like that, blind you with his new haircut. Uh, go see him. Go say <laughs> hi. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, just, oh, or shit. if you just want to be no, cool no, no. with me and say what up. You know, <laughs> listeners, listeners, beware though. There is no mute button for Chris when you meet him in person. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to just deal with him. Just yeah. be prepared. All right. Um, yeah, that's that sketch. I'm glad we got to see it though. I, again, this is one that I think belongs in 4.5, but I'm glad it's here and I'm glad we got it in its entirety. It was pretty fun. Uh, you could tell they did some jump cuts and things. Um, you know to kind of make it more cohesive if you're paying attention to like the placement of things. I thought Mikey was going to go fucking full ham on that, but he didn't. So I'm actually, I'm impressed with you, Mikey. You, you don't have to say anything. It's fine. You, you, you I, I can actually do know what you're talking your about. Intact. You can couple filming. I know right. Preston at one point throws the, the basketball in that as well. Um, I do actually, before we move on, I honestly, I do think that there is a mainline sketch or stunt somewhere in this. I think they could have made this one a stunt that's good enough to be in the main movie. Yeah. It's not quite there with this one, but I think this was maybe my favorite thing from 4.5. Totally. Well, I think the next little interstitial is something that should have been the movie. Before we get to that, though, guys, did did anybody mention or notice that Poopies didn't actually cross the finish line? He went under the tape and just kept running. I don't think he knew he crossed the fucking (laughs) finish line. No, he didn't know he was done. He didn't know he was done. That was amazing. (laughs) Anyway, sorry, Chris. Next interstitial. You want to tee this one up? It's it's beauty. It, It should have been in the movie. Again, it's a short little clip. It doesn't need to be much. But when you have... The hand to ankles, rolling down the hill, buck naked, penis is flapping. What's more jackass yeah, than that? Yeah, slow-mo, too. It was beautiful. It was honestly beautiful. I don't care what anybody says. It was absolutely beautiful. It was uh, It was the patented Mikey, this is art. It is art. I mean, you could if you had a painting of this, or you, if you had this video playing in the Louvre, People would <laughs> believe that it was. They, oh, yeah. they would be like, ah, these these fools just don't understand. They would defend it. And now that it's just in a jackass movie, they're like, uh, nah, I don't get it. But this is art. The fucking Louvre. I bet they got all sorts of fucking archetypes going on in there. If you know what I mean. <laughs> Sounds oh, like a bunch after of. After watching that, I wanted to Louvre up my yeah. dick and fucking have a snack. <laughs> I'll join you in Did that. You, you know what's funny about this one is we've spent so much time listening to poopies talk about how small his dick was that I rewound this four <laughs> times staring intently, like really zoom, like trying to get a good view of his dick. And I realized, you know, it's, I was watching it late at night on a Saturday alone on my couch and just realizing how absurd of a moment <laughs> yeah. that is. I've just rewound four, five naked dudes just rolling down a hill in some capacity uh, in slow motion. I really felt in touch with myself. Actually, I was much no, more that's, comfortable that's, with that that's, scenario. That's called art. Yeah, art, it's called art. Art. You don't just look at a picture one time. You go back, you take a second look at third, look at fourth, look and look for the deeper meaning inside. Do you guys think that uh, they were 
happy that Rachel wasn't on set filming this. <laughs> no, I, well, it depends who you are. Poobies, yes. True, true. If Pontius was in it or whoever else had a big schlong, they yeah, might yeah, have been hoping that she got a glimpse, that. you know? Yeah. Quick glimpse. Got to get a quick glimpse. The Gotta only thing left glimpse. to do with this piece of art is to play it in reverse and see if you can hear Satan speaking to you through the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Also, also, Dick's flapping in reverse is probably just as mesmerizing. So I don't know. You yeah, I'm gonna have to do that. I think we'll definitely have to do that. Right, I like we it. should have an episode dedicated to breaking down frame by frame what that looks like. Yeah, why don't we put a YouTube clip on it or a Instagram clip and see if they don't take that one yeah, down? They're, yeah, they're It's not gonna last. <laughs> Chris, just right to the jugular with that one. I love it, uh, dude. Pontius, it happened to Pontius too. He posted a birthday message to Stevo. They took it down. What? You know what? Fuck them. Was- it's bullshit. They said it's overly sexualized. What the fuck is Instagram about? Do you scroll through not to look at anything other than hot chicks? Like, come dude, on. There's and wieners, I mean, depending on who you are. It's only because he's famous too that yada, that yada, got yada. taken down. If, if any just regular, you know, old dude with no followers right? did that, they wouldn't fucking care. No, come they on. took ours down. Like, you know, yeah, they did. Yeah. We posted an ad that was doing really well based on the, uh, the penis ping pong thing, everything censored out and all that. Uh, yeah, it got taken down. So, oh, well too bad. Hey, we got one more to go guys. You ready? Oh, I'm ready. I was born ready. I didn't, I was born ready after someone tried to use, uh, uh, Steve-O's condoms when they weren't ready for children. And, uh, they probably broke on him. <laughs> yes, Knoxville wow. does say somewhere in the segment that shortly after the sketch, he stopped selling these patented <laughs> Stevo branded condoms. Uh, yeah, they're called the Dick Helmet. If you have one, it's a collector's item now. Don't use it unless you want a child. Try to resell it on eBay, whatever you can do. <laughs> Listen, like he got the idea from this condom drop thing, which is basically I haven't seen this before. This clip, honestly, I didn't know this was a thing, but they fill a condom with like water and they, I guess they drop it you know, straight down into someone's head and, and it, if done correctly, it should, you know, land right on their head and kind of envelop their whole fucking dome. I don't know. Anyway, so he wants to fill up, like, this is the thing. Steve-O talks about this, like, this is this brilliant idea, like, oh, guys, wait for this. This is going to blow you away. Yeah. I'm waiting for something big, but all he's doing here is filling up uh, the condoms with sewage from his RV tank, which he's been saving up for like a fucking month, which is just disgusting to think about. Um... But yeah, it's basically just filling them up. And I'm kind of wondering the whole time I'm watching this, like, what is the aim here? I know by the end of it, we get a better picture of what he was shooting for, but it just feels kind of disjointed. I got to say, though, when the juice flows into the condom and we see that start to fill up, like multiple dudes on set are just gagging immediately. I can only imagine like just I don't know if it's the sight or the smell or the, the whole cocktail there. But yeah, this this looks pretty, pretty nasty. This was this was one like I've usually got a pretty good stomach for this sort of thing. This was one that that had me feeling queasy, not going to lie. Um, it was it was gross to see him open that up and the, and it's getting everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just been sitting stagnant in there. Like you, if you walk into an outhouse and you smell that the difference is that's probably been there for like a day. Maybe those get cleaned pretty regularly. This has been there for weeks in the bottom. I don't know if there's anything to treat it for the smell or anything. It was just fucking disgusting. It was so gross. Yeah. We, we talk about these condoms being bad, but like, I don't know who in the world's load is that much pressure. <laughs> so like, realistically, <laughs> I think you're point. fine with the condoms. Like, I'm point. not fucking pumping out a fucking 12 gauge fucking shoot poop of Whatever. I made a good point until I tried well, to talk. I mean, maybe, but like you've seen that some condoms can handle it. 
And if I'm trying to prevent a child from coming into my life, I'm going overboard. I want to see like, you know, you're watching those, those car commercials and they're like, they, they show like an accident and like crash test and the airbags come out from every orifice of the car, even though you just get like a fender bent. Do that for me. I want to be so certain that I'm not having Dude, a kid. So you just, you want you, a condom? You don't bed. need condoms for that. You just need to pull out. It's simple. I've been doing it for fucking thirty years. Uh huh. You pull out. I don't have any kids that I know about. It's fine. Either that or I don't really have swimmers. But <laughs> anyways, you don't really need condoms. They're they're stupid. They're a waste of time. They don't feel good. The guys don't like them. The girls don't like them. Like it's stupid. No one wear condoms. Yeah. And uh, Chris, uh, I know a, we're getting late, advice. so we're gonna have to wrap this up soon. Uh, you've got. You know, you're volunteering down at the teen, uh, <laughs> teenage pregnancy center. Uh, yes, I, I, I took over from Mikey's shift. They wanted someone more <laughs> I, responsible. I like that you're practicing your speech on the air, though. That's very nice. I, uh, yeah, don't use condoms, kids. Or if you're going to, like, double mask it, like it's COVID season, and uh, you'll be all right. Listen, the aim here, though, at the end of it, we get to see what Steve-O was kind of fucking getting at, and they're going to start throwing the tied-up condoms with the juice in there just at each other, like onto Steve-O's head. <laughs> He's going to sit there and they're going to, I don't know if they're just trying to get like, like a bounce trying to prove that, Hey, these are so tough. They won't break. But like, I, I don't know this. It just feels not very no, well the, thought out. It feels like he just really wanted weirdest, to advertise more than do a good sketch to me. That I've definitely yeah. some of that. Mm-hmm. But the, the weirdest thing about this one is this is so blatantly like he saw th- this was like a trend online. The condom drop, you drop it on someone's head and it like engulfs their whole head. Yeah, but are right? they like doing it, just, it right? Because it feels like you got to like they're tying them up and throwing them at Steve. That's not how it works, is it? Yeah, yeah. You drop it on the head and then it makes like a mask, like a mask over them. Okay. The, the clip that they showed in the beginning was actually from the Dude Sins, who for a while were labeled as like the Finnish jackass crew. Gotcha. Uh, they had their own TV show. It was pretty good. It was it was different. It was weird, but it was it was good. Um, uh, there were some crossovers with Viva La Bam and all that stuff. But it, it, hey, listeners, uh, if if you want to see us cover the dudes, since that's kind of along oh, the same yeah. vein, that might be something that we want to hear about. So sorry yeah, let us let us know. No, that's that's a good point. I mean, once we finish four point five, we got a you know limited amount of jackass left, so we'll we'll go to some of the other series. But it's weird that they just took this internet premise and were so gung ho on doing it. That was lame to me. But what I ended up kind of enjoying about this segment wasn't the the condom drop itself. It was that the segment became about how shitty steve-o's condoms were and how much he just wanted to prove a point as though like you do a hundred of them and finally you get one to work and you're like see i told you my condoms were okay it's like <laughs> no condoms probability should be the opposite of that it should be literally 90, it's yeah so the whole time <laughs> like oh point. man and they're they're just giving it to him and by the end of it if you notice like the first time the condom breaks, he's grossed out by the sewage. And then he's so keen on getting this to work. He doesn't even flinch when his his tour bus sewage gets all over his body. He just doesn't even give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's the one thing about Steve-O, right? Like he's good with gross shit. Like he doesn't squirm. He doesn't flinch. And I got to say, like, I want to clear the air too here. I, I don't have a problem with Steve-O. I think like the last few or handful, you know, Steve-O stunts, I've maybe said a thing here or there about not being as impressed, but like, I fucking love Steve-O. Steve-O's done some of the greatest shit in the history of Jackass. Like the fucking, the fucking, uh, poo cocktail Supreme, even just back to the simple stuff, like the goldfish trick had me just a fan of him immediately. Like he's done a lot. I love Steve-O. I don't know if you guys agree, but I feel like 
Steve-O's kind of toned it down a little bit, and understandably so. He's older now. He's he's clean now. You know, he's not doing drugs and shit, so maybe he's not as crazy as he used to be. I get it. Um, but do, do you feel that way, that maybe he's holding back a little bit from time to time, or maybe he's just... I don't want to say he's lost it. I don't think so. I, I still love Steve-O, but just something, something feels off. I, I don't think, know what it is. I think here's the thing. What we used to love about Steve-O was he was so seat of his pants. He was just, okay, I'm going to go do it and not think about it. He's a lot more calculated right now. And I don't think that that's a detriment necessarily, but it's definitely a change of pace for him. Um, you know, if he's going to do a stunt, he's going to think it out and he's going to try to find a way to do some merchandising behind it and good on him. You know, this didn't make the movie and, and, you know, for a variety of reasons, they gave him his one skateboard scene in the movie when he's doing the quiet game and and they show his deck. But every time we make fun of him, like, yo, lay off the marketing and the merchandising and everything. It didn't really hurt anyone because it ended up in 4.5 and not the actual movie. So he's definitely has a different vibe, but I don't think it's any more different than any of the other jackass members are from 10 years ago till now. Yeah, I think it's the evolution of him. You know what I mean? Like he's grown up. He's become more mature. It's clear that most of these guys and I'm going off a post that Bam actually put out talking about how basically none of these guys are making really good money. And Steve was like, you know what? I put in this work and I want to and I want to earn something. And that's more than respectable. He's, he's a very sound businessman these days and he's still doing a bunch of shit, but he's already paid his dues. Yeah. It's like if, you, if you're like the dark shark, the OG of the gang, you're not out there fucking popping people anymore. You know what I mean? You're yeah. you're, you're handling things behind the you scenes. Change. You're trying to be uh, like you're more valuable pushing the bigger picture of things you, you don't, you're not a street soldier they got sure. the new guys for that that's a reason why they got these new guys in the movies and th- i think there's zero reason to slight steve-o for growing up and and becoming a bigger better person in my opinion no that's fair yeah and him like i said him getting clean that's like the best thing that's happened i'm like happy for the guy i'm not shitting on him at all by any means i just yeah i think like no, you asked the question i think you get and it's a fair question to ask. i think you get um the nostalgia of what you're used to and what you used to see like that creates some shit in your head that it's always going to be like that. And then when it's not, you like, it's just like a natural response. You're kind of like, Oh, well, you know, what about the way things were, but shit's got to change. You guys are right. And like, yeah, I give him a lot of shit for plugging his stuff and advertising, but who isn't fucking doing that everywhere nowadays? I mean, like fucking anybody who's an influencer is doing that. So like, I get it. I totally get it. Um, the one thing I will say though, is you guys say everybody's changed a little bit. I look at Knoxville and he, to me is like fucking carbonite. He's like still the Knoxville. I remember he, to me has changed the least over time. He's still true. You know what I mean? Like other than his hair changing, he's still fucking Knoxville through and through. And there's nothing wrong with your hair changing. Let me just get that on the record. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, I think we'll cut it off there. Um, Put a, put a put a fucking pin in it for now. Anyway, we're going to come back for one more part to wrap this motherfucker up. It's been a lot longer than I think any of us anticipated it would be, but a good place is any to stop. So before we finalize here, let's do our fucking MVP, LVP, as we do. Mikey, you want to kick this one off? I'd love to. Uh, MVP, I'll say it time and time again when he deserves it, and I'd love it when he deserves it because him at his best is, one of my, is, is when I think jackass nowadays is at its best and it's poopies it's fucking poopies he's got he's got he 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 gave it his all in the blind race he uh he showed him and then he knocked his fucking teeth out uh i you know there's an inclination to look at aaron for more of the the cup test or something like that but no poopies with the charisma 
and the commitment to stunts that brought him pain. Man, that's like a, that's a very well-rounded showing. I, I can't say anything other than poopies. I that was one hundred percent my pick. You show me, or I show me. <laughs> Everything about him is just I, how he runs through that track. It, this yeah. was this was maybe some of the best stuff we've seen from him. It's amazing. Uh, I gotta go. I gotta go with Aaron here because, like I said at the top of the show, learning what I learned about him. Thanks, Chris. Um, You know, it's that that impressed me, man. The fact that he wrote the fucking the whole thing, the pogo stick, all the abuse to his balls, and then we got to see the bowling ball test. I mean, man, for me, Aaron really stood out on this one. And uh, yeah, I, I take it back. I was totally wrong. Like, and I'll admit that. Yeah, I'm sure he did get bullied sometimes on set, but like, I think I was probably blowing it up in my own head. Like, oh, this guy always gets the shit end of the stick. But I don't know. There's just something like he he realized that, you know, the guys are going to fuck with me. Well, fuck them. I'll show them. I'll, you know, I'll volunteer. Yeah. I'll step up. You want to fucking, you know, bully me. I'll show me. I'll show me. <laughs> and he fucking did. So, uh, yeah, this one goes to uh, Danger Aaron for this this part. That's a good one. I like it. I'm glad someone showed him the love because, again, you know, yes, we've already given him his love for the cup test, but this is an addition to it that no one saw coming. So, so good on him. Uh, my LVP. My least valuable player is going to be um, this one's an easy one, but it, it pains me to say, because I don't know if this guy has ever gotten an LVP nod before. I don't think he ever has. Uh, it's Dave England, because how dare you talk down to a horse lady who so generously tapped you in the nuts while jumping over you with a horse? You take that and you thank her for it. That's what you do, Dave. You you keep yeah. her name out of your goddamn mouth. <laughs> yeah. Well, my LVP is similar to yours in the sense it's someone that I would basically never give it to someone, give it to this person. But Steve-O for mm. taking your condoms off the market. <laughs> That's all I need to say. <laughs> well, guys, I would say the real LVP is sushi chefs around the world. <laughs> if you know how serious Japanese sushi chefs take the craft of making sushi... Hey guys, we'll pour one out for you on this one. Um, you pour out some sake for you. That's a deep cut. Yeah, Jiro's really mad right now. <laughs> Jiro, Jiro has nightmares of sushi after this one. Yeah. <laughs> and there you have it. And uh, hey, we'll give you nightmares too. That's what we're here for after all. So keep listening. We've got uh, one more episode to go, 4.5. And uh, if you want to, you know, say hi, come check us out. Uh, make fun of Chris's hair, whatever you got to do. At Pod. <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, yeah, we're just hanging out there. Hopefully we can get some uh, reverse n- naked dudes rolling down a field in uh, slow-mo. If uh, we don't get that taken down, maybe we'll give that a shot. I don't know. Uh, yeah, we love hearing your feedback though. That's uh, seriously, like we've been, things have been picking up for us since we, you know, hit the release of Jackass Forever. We've got a lot of new listeners on board and we just want to say like, you know, thanks for sticking with us. And for those who've stuck with us from the beginning as well, like you guys are the fucking best. We love you. Uh, yeah. Keep on bringing in the good stuff. We love hearing from you. So awesome. That's it. I think that's it. Uh, we can go home now. Fucking a. Let's do it. I'm. I mean, I was recording from home, so I'm just. Same I'm gonna stay me. here. Yeah, I don't. I wish I had a clever remark. Like I, you know, I, was, I could say recording from the inside of Stevo's septic tank, but that seems too easy for for me. Being, you know, you know my backstory. So especially if you've been with yeah, us since day fair. one. Hey, there you <laughs> that's go. fair. You really know my fucking backstory. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm going to I'm going to send it off. We'll see you next week. Until then. Bye. I'm Jason Wellwood. 
Bye, I'm Slim Shady. Hi, <laughs> I'm Mikey Aaronworth, and this has been Jackass. Get this fucking guy out of here. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!